Hey metalheads, you like tattoos? Of course you do. If you're in the Louisville, Kentucky area, come on over the bridge to Clarksville, Indiana and get you some ink done at Ageless Art. If ink isn't your thing, they have a piercing studio as well. Visit agelessartclarksville.com to see some frequently asked questions, meet the staff. The shop is open Monday through Thursday, 12 to 8 p.m., Saturdays, 12 to 10 p.m., and Sundays, 12 to 6 p.m., all appointment-only spots. You can set up your appointments by phone at 812-283-1793 or email agelessarttattooandpiercing at gmail.com and someone will get you set up for your first or your next tattoo or piercing. Hey, it's Jeff McNichol down here at Mom's Music, 1900 Melwood Avenue. I was just thinking, when I was a kid, the magic was at Frankfurt Avenue, the Mom's Music at Frankfurt Avenue, and I used to beg people to get a ride down there just to hang out with the guys and see all the cool gear. Now that I'm the owner of this store, it's like a dream come true. We're recreating the magic with the vibe that we used to have at the old store. We're carrying all the gear that you're going to possibly want. We're giving you the outstanding service and personal attention that you deserve. Yeah, so we've got the great guitar shop here. We're carrying USA Fender, USA Gibson, Paul Reed Smith, Gretsch, Jackson, Charvel, anything you could possibly want. We're going to have it for you. Mom's is and always will be Louisville's music store. Tuning into the Metal Forge, I am Mark Jackson and I am your host. The premise of the show is pretty simple awesome interviews and awesome music. If you want to contact me, hit me up at metalforgeradio at gmail.com or visit the website metalforgeradio.com. And now, let's get this show on the road. What's going on, Metalheads? Thank you for tuning into the Metal Forge. My name is Mark Jackson and I am your host. Holy shit, what an awesome, crazy week it has been here in the Louisville, Kentucky area. The weather has been amazing, except for yesterday and today. It started to get really hot again, and as you can hear, I'm a little hoarse. I've been fighting a cold all week long. You're going to notice that when you're hearing the interview with myself and Geronimo Aha from Stratus, who is my guest this week, because when, when he called me, I was so bad. I was like, you know, I sound really hideous. So I sound a little bit better today, which I'm so thankful for because tonight uh, my band Overload is playing at a place in Louisville called Art Sanctuary, along with my friends uh, in Gravel and Spiders and Rifle. So if you've listened to any of the archives, you will know that both of those bands were on the radio version of this show when it was on a couple of years ago in uh, 2019 on WCHQ here in Louisville. So, yeah, awesome stuff. So if you haven't heard of those bands, check out the archives because Rifle's been on a couple of times, Gravel and Spiders was on, and you're going to dig them. 
seriously, Rifle, they've been around for so long. It's super fucking cool band. I love those guys. I've loved them ever since the first time we played a show with them years ago. Same thing with Gravel and Spiders. They've been around for quite a few years. I was actually in a band with Ian a long time ago, their guitar player, Ian. A long time ago. Like, I'm talking like I was like 17 at the time. So more than 20 years ago. So fucking cool shit. We might hear that someday on this show. I don't know. It was one of those rock school type bands where, you know, you got together and they taught you how to play with other people. And it was just an interesting experience. It was fun. (laughs) Uh, But because of that, I am going to keep it a little bit short and sweet today. Uh, I am also going to tell you, if you do get on to art-sanctuary.org, you will be able to access their YouTube page. And if you're not in the Louisville, Kentucky area, please stream the show on YouTube. Uh, The show will begin at 8 p.m. sharp with Overload and then Gravel and Spiders and then Rifle. It's uh, Like I said, it's the Art Sanctuary YouTube page. Uh, Get on there. Donate to them. uh, The local art scene is amazing here in Louisville. We have such great artists, whether whether they're musicians, whether they're uh, digital artists, visual artists. We just have some great ones here in town. So please... Give them some uh, support, give them some likes, give them some shares, and follow them as well. But yeah, seriously, thank you all for tuning in, as always. I I greatly appreciate it. And don't forget the Patreon page is out there. And I will be giving away another vinyl blind pack at the end of this month, which will be... I'm unprepared here, so i got to look at my calendar, which is actually going to be August the 27th, so in four weeks' time. You're going to see a post and how to enter for to get a vinyl blind pack. Am I, and it's going to be something fucking cool. I'm not going to just sit there and pick, like, some stupid fucking thing that nobody really wants. I'm not going to pick, like, you know, uh, a, a copy of ACDC Back in Black that we don't roll that way here. We go straight, uh, straight, strictly independent metal. I'm not going to be giving out copies of fucking Metallica or none, none of that shit. I'm going to be giving out, you know, the bands that support this show and help out this show. So check it out. Links will be uh, listed later on in the month. Actually, they'll be listed by next week's episode on Friday the 13th. How cool is that shit going to be? I think it's going to be pretty fucking cool myself personally. Down below, there are links to the sponsors. And without you guys supporting them, they can't support the Metal Forge either. And I am so grateful that you all do help these businesses. Whether you're listening to their podcast, you're buying instruments from them, you're going and getting tattoos, you're going to the Discogs page. Thank you all so much. And continue to please support all of these guys. You know, Ageless Art Tattoo and Piercing, Mom's Music, Maxwell's House of Music, Better Days Records, Unchained Tapes, Mercenary Press, The Wrestling Steve Show, The Night Demon Heavy Metal Podcast, The It's Gonna Get Weird Podcast. Keep supporting those guys because every bit helps us at the metal forge and it helps them too y'all are fucking awesome thank you so much also making sure you all uh, click on the spotify playlist as well you get to hear all of the previous uh, bands that have been on the show and you'll be supporting those people as well too thank you all let's go ahead and get into this interview with geronimo aha from stratus We always have to listen to a song. This is Last Angel. (laughs) 
All right, Metalheads, I'm being joined on the line right now with Geronimo Ejea from Stratus from Venezuela. Dude, how are you? Yeah, man, thank you for having me. I'm very glad to be here. Uh, I'm glad you guys are being able to finally be on the show. I've been talking for like a last couple of months, and it's just like with scheduling. I've already, you know, I schedule the shows, and they're usually a month or two in advance. And I actually had a break this week, and I was like, I got to get these guys on finally. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Stratus is from Venezuela. Uh, yeah, the band started in the eighties, and I know you yeah. you weren't there for the entire thing. You actually joined in two thousand and five. So yeah, give, that's right. So give us some a rundown of the band since you've been in there. Well, I actually met them before I joined the band, and uh, because my father, my late father. He produced the first album of the band when I was a kid. Wow. And I, yeah. And I took guitar lessons from the lead guitar player in the band at that time. And a few years, a few years later, I got the call, like, you want to join the band? And of course, I mean, I, I grew up with listening to those guys. So it was kind of cool. Since I joined, well, uh, I don't want to go into politics, for, but Venezuela has been a bit of a, of a mess. So it's been really hard for us to keep doing stuff. So when I joined in 2005, we did an EP called Without Original Theme. That was really, really like uh, small prints just for the closest fans uh, because we couldn't do anymore. And uh, But now, since like a couple, couple last years, Last couple of years, we've been like coming back and doing new stuff. We played a couple of gigs and now we're doing a new album. And that's been very exciting. Absolutely. And it looks like here that without original sin, it looks like by the artwork that I see on the metal archives that it was, it was it limited to 666 copies. Yeah. And we actually released that on the sixth. Of the 6th of 2006. So it was really fun. <laughs> Shit. That's so much. So much metal yeah. going on there. That's 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 awesome. <laughs> hell, yeah. hell yeah, man. So the latest single that you all have is called Dawn. That came out in yeah. April. So And you did say you, you are recording a new full-length album, correct? Yeah. So, yeah, Dawn is like a preview for that new album. And we hope to release some other previews soon. And that album is going to be, I think, available uh, first quarter of next year. Absolutely. So with the way things are, you know, again, not getting into the political aspect of things with the way things are down there. Do you all actually do the recordings yourself? Are you going to studios? How, how do you all get to do that? Yeah, I have a little uh, some experience recording. So we're recording uh, ourselves, but we're sending the stuff to get mixed by Arturo Banus, which is a, a friend and an a, amazing engineer in Chicago. Uh, so we record the stuff, and he is doing the mixing and the mastering. Right on. It seems like a lot of bands are doing that these days, where they have the technology to record and everything at home now, but it yeah. also seems like they're sending it off to be mixed and mastered through other places, which I think that's really cool, and it's a great barometer to to working together, you know, just yeah, because you might, you might have a friend like you, your friend in Chicago who, who might have a better ear for mixing and mastering. 
Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's really easy nowadays to record uh, oneself and like in a home studio, but it's not that easy to get the mixing and the mastering right. Oh, definitely, because it, it does take a lot, and that's I think yeah. where what the when the producer is actually working there. I think that's where a lot of that comes in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. So in the writing process for you guys, whenever you, you know, like I said, you were there in 2005, and then the band kind of took a hiatus for quite a while. Uh, yeah. For for close to, you know, 13, 14 years here. Whenever you, yeah. whenever you all do the writing process, how does that work for you? Well, most of the times we write songs in like a rehearsal studio. Like we all together get together and we start, we start throwing ideas. But for this album, it was a little bit different because of the pandemic. We couldn't like go to rehearsal studios that much, actually. And uh, so we started doing things through the internet, right? So I would write something, send them to them. They would say that's that's amazing or that sucks, and they, we will we would write on top of that, and that's how we did with this one. Right on. So it really changed your all's dynamic completely with the pandemic. Absolutely, yeah, completely. Wow. Uh, if you had to pick or choose, would you would you rather do either? Would you rather stay in the room with everybody, or would you rather go off on your own? Well, being in the room with everybody. Is I think it's better in that every every everyone feels like they're participating and the songs become a little bit more like a band effort. Um, but it takes a lot more time too <laughs> because every everyone has an opinion, right? Right. So when we do it this way, it's 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 been a little bit faster. Um, like someone will send something and we just say, yeah, okay, let's let's build on that. And it's been faster, actually, doing it, doing it this way. Right on. So with writing that way, and did, have you all recorded that way as well? Are you actually, did you all actually get together and record at all? Yeah, but we didn't record together at the same time, like the whole band. Right. But everyone came and recorded and made arrangement to their parts. So everyone's happy, right? <laughs> Definitely, definitely. That see, that's rad because there's no. This is what I like about it. There's the no set way to do music. If yeah, you, that's right. If you have one guy writing and recording everything, and then you've got people playing what what that guy writes and records, that's one way. And then you've got like you know everybody gets in a room and jams it out. That's pretty cool too. Yeah, and I like hearing how other people do that, just because it's like it gives the listeners out there away if you're if the listeners are musicians it gives them an alternate way to do things maybe they could try it that way yeah this is like something in between those two this is not like i write the songs and you play what i say this is not like that but it's also been impossible to to do it the other way when where everyone's shipping in that shipping in at the same time so it's kind of something in between i've written most of the main riffs and the main parts of the songs uh, but everyone comes and they add to it or or pretty much they could say, I don't like this part. This sucks. Let's get rid of this. And we would do that. And that's OK. Absolutely. With joining a band that was formed in the 80s, when you were you when you came along into the band, you, it was already close to 20 years for them. Yeah. And then taking a hiatus for close to 15 of those years. Th 
whenever you got together for live shows or are getting together for more live shows in the future, are you guys actually playing older stuff from the 80s as well, or are you trying to focus all on new? Well, we were going to focus mostly on the new, but that's also because the the style of the band has changed a lot since then. They started being more like a trash band, then a little bit more death metal. When I joined, we started doing more doom things. It's not necessarily doom metal, but a little bit more doomy. And the new album is even more so. So we don't think that playing the new stuff with the old stuff feels right. Absolutely. I can I can get that. It, it's interesting how you put it, how it started more thrash and then went to death and then went into doom, which is kind of a, a weird way that Black Sabbath did as well. You know, they started yeah, kind right. of doomy and then they kind of went into a pop thing and then they went into a power metal thing. Yeah, that's so, right. And, and I think it's great for evolution of a band because you've got to, as people grow, as people and maturity levels, I think that's a, a major thing is you might not always be all thrash and no trash or, you know, all doom all the time. And, you know, yeah. I, think, I think a lot of that is, you know, you have to try it on and see what fits. Yeah, it's part of like, I don't know, evolution. I mean, I think, I mean, we all change as people. Uh, with the years i mean nothing wrong also with bands like i don't know acdc doing the same kind of music forever that's nothing wrong there's nothing wrong with that but there's also nothing wrong with bands that have changed dramatically through the times oh absolutely uh, yeah yeah like i said you know in acdc is a prime example you know there was an interview one time where malcolm was in being interviewed and the reporter said, you know, you've made the same album 13 times. How do you feel about that? And Malcolm says something along the line of that's a lie. We haven't made the same album 13 times. We've made it 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and, yeah. and I think that's dependability is what I see when I see ACDC, because I know the yeah, album is going to, it's going to have the rocker. It's going to have the slow. Yeah the the slow like little groove song it's gonna have this big epic thing yeah that's right you know so depend uh, zz top for the for for all intents and purposes the same way uh they yeah, got that they're they're that dependable band that's always in yeah, the background it's always running a soundtrack for something yeah there's some there have been many bands like that iron maiden maybe uh, i can see that well they they are a little bit more different between the albums but still you know what you're gonna get Definitely. Well, I think with Maiden, it's because their their difference is because of their albums are thematic, whereas the music yeah. is a lot of the same moving parts. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, you know, you've got the like number of the beast, and then you've got peace of mind, Eddie, and it, yeah. it, it's all its own power slave. You know that Egyptian feel. Excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I get that. Hey everybody, let me tell you about the new sponsor to the Metal Forge, Unchained Tapes. They're an independent Pennsylvania tape label. They focus on extreme metal and punk with a killer approach to the tape scene. Visit their web store at unchainedtapes.bigcartel.com now to get your fill of tapes. And for being a Metal Forge listener, enter the code METALFORGE10 at checkout to get a 10% discount on your total purchase. That's unchainedtapes.com bigcartel.com Hey, are y'all in a band? 
Do you need merch for shows? By now, I'm sure you've seen all the Metal Forge patches that are available, along with many more. Well, the printer I use for those is UKR Patcher. Check them out on Facebook and Etsy. They do awesome custom work and for extremely affordable prices for any band budget. Check them out at UKR Patcher on Facebook and Etsy. Hey, let me tell you guys about Mercenary Press. They're an independent London label and distributor of all things metal. Mercenary Press delivers the goods from their own independent zine. Trust me, you're going to want to get in on that. To distributing various bands from all over the world, including Cramp from Spain and Sadistic Force from Texas. Visit mercenarypress.bigcartel.com to find out what all they have in stock and what you can order. And for Metal Forge listeners, enter code METALFORGE to receive a discount on your total purchase at mercenarypress.bigcartel.com. Check it out now. You said it's going to hopefully be out in the first quarter of 2022. Yeah. Is there a name yeah, we for this to. yet, or are we still working on a name? Well, we have a name, where we, but we're not saying it yet. <laughs> oh, damn it. I, I, see, I always try to ask these questions, and nobody nobody takes yeah, the bait. Nobody takes the bait. I can't get anybody to say, yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be this, and it's going to come out on such and such day. <laughs> For sure. But no, that's that's all great. You know, that's that's all great. Yeah. On performing for you guys, I always like to ask if, and you know, I've asked this uh, question quite a few times in the past, and I haven't asked it for a while, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to retest the water for you. If you could have played any major concert event from from the past, what would it be? Wow, man. I would say like the monster of rock thing in Russia. Oh, yeah. Well, back in the yeah. USSR, actually. Yeah, yeah, like in like 1989 or whatever, 90, oh, whatever no, it was. Yeah. You know, I never, I see the video occasionally here, but I, I've never seen it printed on like DVD or anything. It's always the VHS. Yeah, copy. me neither. And I don't, it's probably a rights issue with all of the bands. But yeah, I guess. I never, here's the thing I never see on anybody else's documentaries footage from that show except for Metallica. I think there's some Pantera things too. Are there are there Pantera things out there with it? It's like I think so. Because I always see like on a Metallica documentary that is like a huge staple for that band. Yeah, I mean, for any band that was there, it has it had to be like something huge, right? Yeah, and I mean, who it was like Bon Jovi, I think was there, Pantera, ACDC, and yeah. Metallica, yeah. and I think maybe the Scorpions or something like that. Yeah, and, that, yeah, and it's just like the the it image is. that they always show in the Metallica stuff is always where the like the Russian army is like beating the shit out of all the uh, yeah all the concertgoers, and it's just yeah. like I I guess I could get behind why the other bands don't show that footage, but that is very much a sighted concert for a lot of people that they would say they would either have liked to have attended or you know had played. And it, yeah. it's always wild to me because, like, there's so much, like, um, I don't want to say negative energy, but it, it, I think it gets a bad rap for all of this. But stuff. there's also some positive energy because I think it was the first time that, like, international bands were playing in the USSR. And it was, like, the opening of the new culture for them that, of course, they had, but it was, like, like under cover, I don't know, like, on the black market stuff. 
So this was like the first time that they had like a huge festival with international big bands and there was so many people. And I think it opened the doors for many other maybe good things to happen. Absolutely. Oh, abs- yes, definitely. It is just interesting how, I mean, because you see there's like, there looks like there's half a million people there. Yeah, something like that. Amazing. And, and it's it's absolutely crazy. I'm not mm. sure about your all's touring or anything like that. Have you all actually played outside of Venezuela? Have you actually went on tour? Yeah, well, before I joined, they toured Europe a couple times. So, and they had like great, great success. We, they did a couple good festivals, summer festivals in Europe, and they did a tour with a couple other, uh, a German band and a Spanish band. And, uh, Sentinex and Anasarka were they named their names, and uh, yeah, they, they they did really good on that tour. When I joined, actually, the plan was to release. It wasn't gonna be an EP. It's gonna it was gonna be a full length, and afterwards tour Europe. But the political things and the economy in the country was a freaking mess, so we couldn't do that. But now we have plans actually, and we are already talking with venues and producers, promoters. To do that, maybe 2023. Absolutely. Uh, you talk about how the economy took a, like a really bad downturn there. Yeah. Let let me know how how is this for for you guys down in in South America? I mean, obviously, you know, for us in in the United States and everything, you know, when we plan a tour, you know, we we'll, we can go to Indiana, Kentucky, Illinois, so on, it's different states. D- does it work the same way down yeah. there, like Colombia, Venezuela, Brazil? I mean. Do, is that how you all plan stuff like that? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, I mean, most of the times, like, you know, Venezuela is a small country compared to the United States, of course. Right. It's like maybe it's smaller than, than Texas. So we, we play in Venezuela. We make, we might do a couple cities and that's it. And then hopefully we do like, yeah, Colombia, Chile, Argentina, Brazil. Interesting, I, because you know, I I know that's how it is over in like Europe and everything like that. So I I, I would have assumed that it would have been that way. Uh, is it because they're all different countries yeah. as well. I mean, I'm sure there's there's different uh, shit you got to jump through going from like one country to the next, whether it be like through customs or anything like that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Definitely. it's not as easy as going as going from one state to another. Yeah, right. Definitely. But a good thing about Latin America is that most of Latin America speak Spanish. So at least we have that in common. For sure. So I'm going to put you on the spot here. If you had to choose between playing shows and just writing and recording new material only, what would you rather do? Oh, man. Uh, that's a hard one. I guess. I mean, if I had the capacity of doing either of those things, like in, in the top of, of production level, I would do live shows. Absolutely. But if it was like playing like small little gigs in little crappy bars, I'd rather. Just you just <laughs> rather. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, if you if you could have Iron Maiden's production, you would go and do that. You would do, you would play yeah, the same. You play the same fifteen <laughs> songs for the next forty years, and uh, yeah, absolutely. And, but if it was playing in the same like four bars. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Man, that's. I mean, I've gone that many times. Oh my gosh! Uh, it's always interesting to hear that, like everybody has dive bars to play. <laughs> everybody has their yeah, local. Right. Everybody has their local shithole bar 
that you know yeah, that will that will pay you in beer as opposed to yeah. that as yeah. opposed to giving you money. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Absolutely, and we don't want to play there no more. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I I get it. Uh, I get that a hundred percent. So. <laughs> Saturday, August 14th, 2021, Stranger Attractions and Wise Blood Records present Heavy Hell 2 with Grave Ripper, Basher, Mother of Graves, Hate Monger, Lady Beast, Stress Angel, Plague Years, Bible of the Devil, The Lion's Daughter, Fister, Sanguisabog. Show is at 1, doors are at noon. $25 in advance, $30 day of show, all ages be there. Hey guys, Wrestling Steve of the Wrestling Steve Show here. Uh, so if you're currently listening to the Metal Forge with Mark Jackson, then you understand that Mark Jackson has a pretty discerning taste when it comes to music as a whole. You'll also understand that he has a discerning taste for professional wrestling, just like me. The, my show is called The Wrestling Steve Show. Uh, I talk about modern and classic pro wrestling in a completely unbiased, unfiltered way. Be sure to check me out on all available podcasting platforms. That is The Wrestling Steve Show, and I am the host, Wrestling Steve. Just remember, uh, like, like Confucius said, uh, man who goes through turnstile in Thailand uh, is going to Bangkok. Pro wrestling. Hey, it's Mark Maxwell at Maxwell's House of Music. Listen, all this stuff is now available to purchase on our website. Check it out at maxwellshouseofmusic.com. We carry all the top brands, like Fender. We got Gibson. We also have basses. We've got ukuleles. We've got drums. We've got sound gear. We've got keyboards. I do like to ask some uh, general profile questions as well. Yeah. And these these are ranged from all over the map. Okay. Uh, what is your most unpopular music opinion? Well, as a, like the guitar player in a metal band, I like a lot of different music that people wouldn't expect me to. Like, let me think. You like Shakira, don't you? Well, not not Shakira necessarily, <laughs> <laughs> but I I do like like the Billie Eilish stuff, for example. That's weird. I I work in a record store, and I was actually playing her new album in the in the store just just because I wanted to see how it stacked up against the first the first album. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and how was it? I haven't listened to a new one. Uh. It's it's different, but it's it's not you know not in my opinion. It's just like okay. it's it's not as like uh, it didn't seem as dark. All right, yeah, that's what I liked about Pearson. Sabbath or Zeppelin? Oh, oh man, oh man. <laughs> um, okay, this opinion might change from one day to another, but today I'm gonna say Sabbath. Absolutely. I think that's respectable that it's not an either or, even though I ask that as an either or, I think that most people of a certain age group, it's either or it is like it has to be Sabbath or it oh, has yeah. to be Zeppelin. And I think the the people in their like, you know, 30s, 20s, 30s and well. 30s and 40s, because if I asked somebody in their 20s, they would say, who? No. Uh, oh, yeah, of course, the, that's the, right. <laughs> the people in the in the 30s and 40s are, 
it is very much a, you know, Sabbath on this day, Zeppelin on this day. And it's very split. Yeah, yeah, it's very split. That's right. What band do you like that none of your friends like? Mm, let me think. Mm. Okay, I do like, I love this new band from Norway. Well, they're not that new, but they're newish called Lebros. And like the rest of the bandmates, for example, they don't care nothing for them. They're really, they're kind of like a prog thing, almost metal, but kind of sweet at the same time. So it's weird. Okay. But yeah, that one, Lepros. I, I will definitely check them out. I am not familiar. Yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, do you believe in the paranormal, like ghosts and, and like Sasquatch? No, not really. What food? Can you not stand? Um, not stand. Let me think. I don't like like the internal parts of beef, like like oh, liver like, or ugh, yeah. Ugh. I hate that. Yeah, yeah. It, it tastes like mud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's disgusting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was your first concert? Um, it was Iron Maiden, actually. Wow. In that, yeah, I was a little kid. I was like 10 years old. And my father took me to that concert. My father was a metalhead. And he used to take me to those, to those concerts when I was a little kid. So I was very fortunate. My first concert was Iron Maiden. So what, what, and what right year after was that? was Acceptable Sure, a creator. That was amazing. Wow. Uh, so what era was that for Maiden? 1992 or 91, I think it was the Fear of the Dark tour. Oh, sweet! I, you yeah. know, I love that album, and I think oh, yeah, it, me too. I think it is such a great album, and so many Maiden fans, yeah, do not, yeah. Like, do not like that album. And I don't, I don't know. I love it, man. I do too. I, I, I do well. well. That, that might be because it was the album with I, I met Iron Maiden, right? But it's so good. Absolutely. Uh, so on the other side of that, you being a musician, what was the first concert you ever played? How old were you? Well, I was like 16 or 17. And it was a crappy covers band in a local bar. <laughs> right on. And hey, I mean, I think that's for most of us. We we yeah. learn like eight or ten songs and, and get a get a, a gig somewhere. Yeah, that's right. Metalheads usually are eclectic groups of people. We we yeah. tend to uh, collect a lot of things, you know, whether it's from albums or uh, just like little knickknacks even. So what do you collect? Well, I have a huge CD collection. I don't actually listen to CDs anymore, but I just collect them. <laughs> Definitely. I, I get that because, you know, I don't listen to CDs unless I'm in the car. And, okay. e and even still, it has to be a CD that I have not converted over to digital yet yeah exactly yeah i listen to mostly digital everything but i just love the, the cds and like the booklets and having them and the smell and everything absolutely and it's something that's different than you know than collecting vinyl because it's such a vinyl makes you know it's it's a huge space yeah thing it takes a lot of space and yeah. with cds you know you're looking at like five inches off the wall yeah, that's right. And you can you can you can actually find them when you have them stacked or organized or something. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. I'm always in the market for new CDs and so on and so forth. So like, uh, I'll be working at the record store and I'll see something like uh, Rising Force come in, and I'm like, I don't fucking yeah. have, I don't have that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take this with me today. <laughs> yeah, of course. And it doesn't even get. 
I, I'm probably the worst person to work in a in a record store because I will buy more product <laughs> than I will sell. Yeah. <laughs> you leave the, the money you earn, you spend it there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm working for I'm working for Ben for free, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> yeah. because I I find like awesome stuff. Like uh, this past week, I it came in off of somebody's you know where somebody came in and sold a bunch of stuff. And it was a original vinyl copy of Heaven and Hell in wow like, in like pristine condition. And I was like, wow. "What are you putting on that?" And he told me the price, and I was like, "Yeah, just put it in my box, and I'll uh, and I'll pay for it <laughs> next time." And that's amazing. And I walked out with it the next the next time I was there, and and it it sounds so good. And that is, you can't top certain things like that. Yeah, that's right. You can't. What metal band out there does everyone like but you? Let me think. Well, I'm not a fan of this uh, Periphery and Tesseract and this new stuff. I mean, I, I respect them as musicians because I know they're great musicians, but this is just not my cup of tea. What, aren't they like Tech Death or something? What? Yeah, they're like this new Gent thing. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, Gent or D Gent oh, or something like Gent. Gent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't get it either personally. I'm I'm very much a a school, you know, of like old thrash and motorhead. <laughs> yeah, same here, yeah. I mean, there's new stuff that I like, but just not that stuff. Absolutely. I mean, like uh, I love like the new, the Devin Townsend stuff and it's really different, but these bands like Gen Pink, I don't I don't I don't get. Right. And again, I think it's one of those where you know, I might have a dated taste, and I'm cool with that. I'll at least try to listen to something. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It, it may not always fit that thing where it's like, eh, it's good, but it's not for me. Yeah, exactly. And that's where, like, black metal, and I want to give a shout out to one of the one of the constant listeners of the show, the uh, Vomit 666 clothing line actually had, had wrote a primer for me into black metal. Because I'm not a big black metal fan. All right. And he actually was just like, you know, here's a, if you want to get more into it, here's how you should. And I thought that was really cool. And I'm actually going to include a link today to that primer as well. So everybody can read it because right, it, was, it was extremely informative. And I've actually, you know, wanted to get more into things like black metal as opposed to, yeah. it was just like, eh, it's not for me. But some some of it. Well, that's that's really important. That thing that thing he did because sometimes you think you don't like something, and it's just because you don't you don't have gotten the right way to go into it. Exactly, and I think that's you know it's it's almost as if if any any band out there would incorporate like a little forty five second track at the beginning saying, "Hey, if you're really into bands like this, you you'd probably dig this," and here it is. And, yeah, and play, you know. And I know that's a cop out for a lot of things, but hey, I, I mean, we're, yeah. we're all. It, it doesn't matter. I think we're all influenced by somebody, whether whether or not you know you were playing music in the seventies, you were influenced by somebody. As opposed, yeah, to, you know, and, and bands like us today, we're we're obviously influenced by bands from the you know the sixties, seventies, and eighties, just as much as yeah. everybody is. So absolutely, pretty, pretty cool. So who do you wish you never have seen live? Okay, this is going to be really weird. I don't I don't think you will know this guy, but there's a 
a Latin American pop artist called Ricardo Arjona. And for some reason, like my dad was hitting on a woman and they were going on a date and she wanted to go to that concert, but she wanted to bring her daughter. Right. And my dad was like, oh man, I'm going to have to babysit this, this girl. So he took me to the concert so I could like take the, the daughter of this woman and he could have his date. Right. But man, this was awful. This is like a pop <laughs> art, like a pop protest artist that thinks he's a poet, but it sucks, man. That wow. sucks. <laughs> wow. That, that's hardcore that your dad yeah. was going on a date and the date wanted to bring her daughter. So he brought you. Yeah, that was take that, one, taking one for the team. Yeah, <laughs> you were you were your dad's wingman. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, what is something you've always wanted to do, but you're not coordinated enough to do? Well, I've always wanted to play drums, but I mean, I could play like easy stuff, like basic stuff. But when I see drummer, and actually, I love watching drummers, watching good drummers. Because it's so hard. I mean, to have the like the independence in each extremity to to do what they do. That's amazing. Definitely. Oh, I also saw that sports, by the way. Oh, <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, that's a big uh, answer for that question from guitar players is they wish they could play drums. And yeah, I get that a hundred percent because it's like I I can play music. I can play my bass and I can play my guitar and my, you know, my, my lap steel and stuff like that. But like, if, yeah. you, put, if you put a drum set in front of me, I'm instantly stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Same here, man. It's just like, you, what? You kick, you, you stomp this thing and, and you, <laughs> and you can and you hit with this hand, but your hands are crossed. Yeah. That's like, correct. That's what? <laughs> I don't get it, but like, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, I, but then if you ask a drummer, they say, how do you do this thing with your fingers? And how do you have oh, the absolutely. accuracy? Yeah. But I don't know, man. Absolutely. Hey, everyone. It's Chris from Mercenary Press here. If you're hearing this, it's because you're listening to the Metal Forge podcast. And clearly, you're a person of taste and a fan of quality heavy metal. What you might not know is, is that you can get 10% off all Mercenary Press orders. That includes the Sadistic Force First Strikes cassette and in Human Nature's debut album. We've got new releases from Temple of Mystery Records, Postmortem Apocalypse, and Rathchild Records. Head to mercenarypress.bigcartel.com and use the code, make sure you spell it out in all caps, one word, Metal Forge. That's all caps, one word, Metal Forge. You'll get 10% off your order and I'll get that out to you right away. Thanks a lot, Metal Forge. Infernal hails and cheers. Take it easy out there. Welcome to the night. You think you know Night Demon? Then the Night Demon Heavy Metal Podcast is for you. Step into the darkness as we peel back the curtain to give you an unprecedented, all-access look into the mind and the heart of the demon. We're talking band history, song analysis, studio anecdotes, stories from the road. It's everything a diehard Night Demon fan could want and more. This is the only place to learn the inside scoop, the deep dive trivia, the untold tales from the band members themselves and those closest to the Night Demon story. Need more? The sacred Night Demon crypt will be pried open to reveal demo recordings that have never before seen the light of day. All with in-depth commentary by the band and the people who were there for the writing and recording process. 
This is a gold mine, a treasure trove of all things Night Demon. Head over to nightdemon.net or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's going to get weird as the name of the podcast. We're on season two, so you have a whole season to get weird with Frank Green and Scott Clark. The best part is there's always laughter. We have national touring comedians, NFL stars, rock stars, your local friends. It always gets weird. Weird answers. Have y'all ever snorted coke off of a 78 Pinto? No? You ain't no Man. Weird questions. Who had a bigger cocaine habit, Jock Sutherland or Kaywood Ledford? Neither one, because they stopped beating their wives. <laughs> and weird, we never even thought of. Well, no, my friend is on acid, and I sent my friend to go find a payphone so that I can call and turn myself in for murdering this guy and ruin my life. We love all types of people, but we don't love all people. No. <laughs> yeah. Weird. It's gonna get weird. Is the name of the podcast available everywhere? And thank you to Big X Sports Radio for being a proud sponsor of It's Gonna Get Weird. Frank Green, Scott Clark. Yeah. What is your biggest fear? Um, to die alone, I guess. <laughs> Understandable. That's that's a pretty yeah. rough one, honestly. Yeah. Uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? Um, well, people that make noises when they eat, that sucks. <laughs> oh, like like where their their lips smack, or they yeah, uh, or or they hum, or they hum while they chew, like mm-hmm. oh yeah, oh yeah, it, it's the worst, especially if it if you're in like a restaurant. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah, yes, I. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing if it's like you know your significant other, or your kids doing it, and you're just like, dude, stop. <laughs> yeah, but like, oh, you're, you're, but if you're in a restaurant, you can't just be like, "Dude, stop!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wish I could. Right, right, right. So, I got a couple of more questions. What album is an absolute playthrough for you? Well, I listen to most music as, as an album. I, I don't, don't don't usually listen to songs or playlists. Even I like I love the the idea of listening to a to an album. But right now, I'm gonna say "Animals" by Pink Floyd. Yes, that is such a such a right answer for that. I don't oh, honestly, yeah. m- me being like into music as I am, I don't think you can listen to that album without listening to the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. You and, can. and honestly, I'm going to go out and say that I don't think you can't listen to any 70s Pink Floyd album without, listen, without listening to the entire thing, whether it's yeah. Animals, Wish You Were Here, Dark Side of the Moon, The Wall. Yeah, you have to listen yeah, yeah. to those albums in their entireties. Absolutely, yeah. Because I mean, here we get a lot of like we get on on our rock classic rock radio. We get like "Wish You Were Here" and we get like a couple of songs, a couple like uh, "Comfortably Numb" and "Another Brick in the Wall" part one and two. Maybe not yeah. even one. Maybe just part two. Yeah, we might. Yeah, we used to get "Mother" a lot. But, like, I would much rather listen to the entire thing than just, like, four minutes oh, of it. Absolutely, yeah. Like, it's like, it's like you, you won't get the song if you, if you don't listen to what's around it. Oh, absolutely. Especially on, the, on their stuff. And yeah. it's just, wow. Absolutely. All right. So, I have one more question here. But before we get into right. it, do you have any shout-outs you want to give to anybody? Um, well, not really. <laughs> 
Okay. I mean, thank you to every, to everyone listening. Thank you, of course. Absolutely. Uh, and the rest of the band, of course, who couldn't be here, obviously. And, and I do want to tell everybody about that. The, the reason why Geronimo is doing this interview with me today is because he is the one who speaks the most fluent English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I'm, <laughs> I I really enjoy because like I'm glad somebody does because there's so many bands out there that I would love to have on have on the show and be able to interview, but because of a language barrier, it, it's extremely hard. This is the thing where I've I've said in the past in the last like month or so I've I've really tried to nail out this different thing because um, we always talk about our local music scenes and our local metal scenes. Yeah, of course. And, and with the pandemic and with the internet, it almost seems like local metal and local music has been, it's something that should be thrown out the window and it's an outdated term. I think it should be yeah. considered more independent metal and more independent I, music. Absolutely, man. I agree. Because here I am, you know, it's the first week of August. I'm talking to you and you're in Venezuela and we're just, you know, talking metal shit and just general stuff. Yeah. And because if not for the Internet and anything like that, I probably wouldn't have ever heard of you guys. And you guys probably yeah, wouldn't have ever heard of, you know, heard of the Metal Forge. And I think that's yeah. something that, you know, that's a rebrand that I think needs to happen is independent metal. Yeah, I absolutely agree, man. I mean, it's a great time to be making music because of that. It is also very difficult because of that, because there's so much good things out there, right? Absolutely. But it's so good to be able to to get your stuff across the world so easily. Absolutely. And I think today Bandcamp is more of the tape trade that, that was yeah. there in the 80s and 90s absolutely. before the Internet. It, because yeah. it's so much easier today to, to, of course, access different bands and new bands from all over the world. I'm sure there's tons of people out there who are like, hey, I really like your album. Do you mind sending me a code, a download code? And yeah. oh, and he's like, and I'll give you one for mine. You know, so that that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's amazing. And and as always, I do want to point out that down in the description below, there are always links to these bands. Please click the links, give them a like, a share, and a follow, and buy buy material from them, buy merch, buy albums, support these bands in any way you can. If they have Patreon pages, if they have, you know, their PayPal accounts and Venmo accounts all listed, they will be in the links below, as well as the sponsors. Give them a like, share, and a follow as well. Geronimo, I have one more question for you. Okay. What album changed your life? Okay, I'm going to go with... Um well, there have been many, of course, but I think that maybe like the most uh, important one for me was Cowboys from Hell, Pantera, because I was already already listening to rock music and a little bit of like the heaviest thing I was listening to was Metallica, like the Black Album. But then I heard Pantera on Headbangers Ball on MTV, and I was like out of my mind, and that's where I started. Uh, well, not only listening to Pantera, but to more metal bands and my life changed forever. Absolutely. And that's one of those things that was when Cowboys came out, they were a completely different band for the previous albums. Yeah. And yeah, then all of a sudden they got real, you know, with metal and it was just yeah. like, 
holy shit what what is this yeah absolutely and they they were also not only different to what they were doing before but also different to what everyone was doing oh yes absolutely like with mixing that that texas yeah. that like i don't want to say redneck but like that texas attitude into the, yeah, into the metal yeah. and because let's face it i mean me being in the united states i've been to texas multiple times in my life being from texas is a state of mind it's not it, you know you're born if you're born in texas you are it's a it's a thing and which is cool don't get me wrong but like yeah it's just a different it's a different mentality and those dudes all have it and they are like bam and it, they incorporate that grit yeah when i hear pantera especially you know on the cowboys uh from hell and everything else like that i i am definitely like that's that's got to be from texas yeah i mean i've never been to texas but i've heard about it and that go big or go home thing and and you can listen you can hear it definitely and and that's something that you all need to change here if y'all are going on tour in 2023 you need to change that you need to come to come to the united states and and tour yeah we we'll love that. We're, we're, we're first planning the Europe thing, but right after that, we're of course considering United States and Canada. That's awesome. Dude, Geronimo, thank you so much for coming on to the show this week. It has oh, been super cool. Me. Definitely. Yeah. Any, anytime, man. Uh, it, it's been super cool to get to talk to you. I love talking with bands from other countries, like I said a minute ago, because without the internet and everything, I wouldn't probably wouldn't have known who you guys are and i dig yeah. everything that you all have been doing so super rad stuff thank you very much and on the way out today we are going to play the new song that came out back in april this is from stratus this is dawn
Hey, thank you all for tuning into this week's episode of the Metal Forge. I want to take a minute to remind you guys about the Patreon page. Over on the Patreon page, we have the tiers set up to support the production of the show. We feature the Down and Dirty, which is just a buck. There's nothing special for that one. It just sends me a thank you because every dollar helps. Then there's the Double Down and Dirty. Much akin to the Down and Dirty tier, everything helps produce the show in the end. You make your presence known, and I appreciate that more than you realize. Thank you for being a dedicated friend and supporter to the Metal Forge. By selecting that tier, you will receive some cool Metal Forge stickers in your mailbox. Now... We're really going to start pounding the metal madness with the Apprentice Metalhead for just $5 a month. By becoming an Apprentice Metalhead, you'll be given early access to the shows, published 24 hours before everyone else gets it. You're also going to receive three entries in any contest that we do here at the Metal Forge. You're also going to receive a 10% discount on all Metal Forge merch, and you're going to receive a sweet Metal Forge patch for your battle jacket or backpack. And now, here is the big one. This is the Master Metalhead for just $10 a month. By becoming a Master Metalhead, you will receive a hand-numbered Metal Forge Master Metalhead membership card. You're going to be given early access to the shows as well, with 36 hours before everyone else. You're going to receive five entries in any contest that we do here at the Metal Forge. You'll be able to submit audio questions that I will use on the show of you asking questions to the upcoming guests. Remember, timing is everything, and you will need to keep up with the upcoming guest list on the website. You're also going to receive advanced knowledge of any new merch coming out and be given a 25% discount on all Metal Forge merch. And you're also going to get all of the other rewards from the other tiers. So visit patreon.com slash Metal Forge Radio today and help support the Metal Forge. Rock on.